<laughs> never, never fails. Okay, cool. Uh, we'll get right into it. Thank you guys for sitting down here talking with me. And you are, I guess, go ahead and just, what's your name? Hi. I'm Natalie Spruill. I work for the Farmington Parks, Recreation, and Cultural Affairs Department, and I'm part of the Road Apple Rally Committee. Perfect. My name is Jordan Grant, and ditto to everything else. <laughs> <laughs> right on, guys. Cool. So basically what I wanted to do is I wanted to sit down with you guys, get a quick rundown, as much information as possible on the event. Uh, but first, I just want to start with a little bit of history, because I know it has a long history. Uh, and so do you guys know much about that? Well, I'll tell you what I do know. Um, it's, it's, we say experience the land of the ancients in America's oldest mountain bike race. So this is the oldest continuously run race in the country. Um, so there are potentially races that have gone on over a longer span of years, but never continuous. We've never missed a okay. year since wow. the inception of the um, race in 1981. How many years? Yeah. Uh, what's the? Let's see. We're in 2019, and it began in 1981. So it's 38. 38. 38 I years think, yeah, old. 38. Oh. Yeah. Do you guys have, or do you guys have plans to build some kind of wall of winners? Because that would be sick. You know, actually, funny you mentioned that. We've got another um, guy on our, our committee, um, Andy. We're just going to throw his name out there since he didn't want to get up early and hang with us. That's right. Um, <laughs> he, he's got a great vision for this event and um, has spoken of doing something like that potentially. You know, yeah. we've got a big uh, big year coming up here in the next couple of years with the big 4-0. Um, I can say that because I was born in 1981, so I'm like, holy cow, that's like right around the corner. <laughs> yeah. um, but hopefully... Um, it's certainly something we're chatting about. Yeah, his specific words are Hall of Fame. So Hall of Fame. That's, that's his vision, is a, is a Road Apple Rally Hall of Fame. So Awesome, very cool. Uh, 38 years, you said? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And how did it start? You guys know that? You know, I don't know a lot about that. This has not always been with the city of Farmington as far as um, event operations goes. Um, it's We took it over, I think, um, from the Convention of Visitors Bureau, and then you know, there was someone else that had it prior mm -hmm. to that. So again, it's it's been in a couple of different agencies or organizations throughout the community, but um, it's been with the city as long as I've been here, and I've been with the city 11 years. So um, again, it could have been with the city a lot longer than that. I know Sean Lyle um, was very instrumental on the city side of taking it and um, doing great things with it. So um, again, it's it's got a long history with the city of Farmington, and we're super happy to, to be a part of it. Awesome. And did you guys, oh, go ahead. Did you have something to say? Uh, I was just going to say, and if, and if anybody's interested in more historical details about the race, there is a great video on the website, uh, okay. which is fmtn.org slash Road Apple Rally. There's a great video on there with a lot of details and insight in the history of the race. Perfect. I'll put a link in that. So if people just want to click on it, yeah. it'll be in the description if you're listening to this. Um, what else do I got? Is this your guys' first year being directors of it? You two, you two personally? No, I, I've been involved, my gosh, probably, time flies so fast, I want to say five or six years, but it could give or take a few. Um, wow. It's, like I said, it's, it's been a challenge and kind of one of those challenges you love to hate because <laughs> I love the event. It's such an yeah. amazing event and it's a great opportunity and we certainly have, um, you know, great beauty right outside of our community um, on the course of the Road Apple um, and the BLM area, but um, I, I'm not a mountain biker and I didn't know a whole lot about um, the event when I first got kind of thrown into the committee and it's kind of one of those 
things you look at and it's like, wow, I want to learn everything. I want to, I want to get a bike. I want to get out there. And um, I still haven't gotten a bike, which I should, but um, (laughs) I have personally put foot on every inch of the long course um, and short course for that matter. So it's something I'm very passionate about. Um, I care a lot about the race and um, like I said, there's, there's great beauty in the course. So if you are kind of teetering on the thing of, do I ride? Do I not? definitely get out there. Um, it's yeah. a really, really great course, um, very well known in the area, and um, we've got a great team. Um, and I, I would like to just mention a lot of the, it, you know, this isn't something the city can put on by ourselves. Absolutely. This takes a lot of help from a lot of different people. We have um, some passionate bikers that help us each year mark the course. Um, and then it, it spans, obviously, a 30-mile trek, um, the long course, um, but we, we are on BLM property, we're on um, county property and um, city of Farmington property. So it takes county, wow. police, fire. Um, we use the um, Total Amateur Radio Club to come out and kind of help us with communications because there's, as you know, there's some very remote areas. So yes. Um, yes. we certainly um, care care a lot about the safety of, of our riders and participants. And so we want to make sure that they're, they're never very far from another person should, you know, mm-hmm. something crazy happen. Yep. Um, and then obviously we use Farmington police, fire and emergency services. Um, but, and our dispatch center and the 911 dispatch center, a lot of people don't know that um, we use this, they have a tactical dispatch team. And basically what that means is if something crazy were to happen, they're right in our communications team to be able to get, additional help outside of what we already have in place for the race. Um, so I think, I don't know, I get, I'm kind of a logistics nerd, I guess you could say, and there's just a lot that takes, yeah. that it takes to put on an event like this. Um, and that's just, just from the course side. And then you've got Jordan and all the things he's working on in relation to um, entertainment and food and yeah. um, those kinds of things, sponsorships. So it certainly does take, take a village to put something on like this. And we're, again, just super happy to be a part of it. That's as, as a first year, I can confirm the love hate relationship. With <laughs> and I say that in the most loving way possible. Yes. No. Yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. It's cool. And from a from a, uh, if you, I've been a programmer for fifteen years, and and you get real anal, and you want to have super big control over everything, just to ensure like I've checked, <laughs> double checked, triple checked, and if this happens, I've got the fourteenth plan, like the A B C D E yeah. and F plan, and and this is just hard to put your finger on again because the course is so remote, mm-hmm. um, and so. You know, I always um, attribute it to, you know, we do the turkey trot and the reindeer romp, and those are 5K okay. runs in town. So there's not a moment of that race going on that someone can't get to the course, you know, for any reason. Exactly. And, and this is totally different. We're out out in the BLM. The BLM, too, I should say, they're a great partner in this event. Um, they've got guys out there that um, know these courses inside and out. So we are constantly working together behind the scenes to ensure rider safety and make sure everybody's on the course and things like that. But um, it, it is. It's a lot of fun. It's it's the time of year. It's like, you know, everybody gets into the whole pumpkin spice craze. And it's like, <laughs> no, wait, it's Road Apple Rally craze. you got to get yeah. that in there. And uh, just the fun we have of getting out on that course and and making sure it's ready to go for everybody. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, and I and I do want to say with with this year being a, a you know kind of a passing of the torch of sorts, and that um, you know Andy and I will be a lot more involved next year. Um, Natalie and and uh, Leslie, the recreation center manager, everyone that's been involved so far has kept such great records that. Um, logistically, it's been pretty easy for us to get into the swing of things, and Natalie has still been super helpful to us. So, um, you know, while it is, uh, you know, it's referred to around here as the monster, Road Apple Rally, um, 
it's it, it really has been, you know, f- fairly easy to get into the logistics of everything following the paperwork. So I just want to give them a shout out for keeping track, you know, knowing that one day someone else would be, you know, uh, doing a lot of the stuff that they've been doing. So perfect, man. Yeah, That's so cool. we, we do. We have a great team all around and, um, you know, even extending off of that, we've got our parks operations team. We call them Oz because they always just come in way early and set up fencing and tables and chairs and whatever logistical things that we need. And then they swoop in after the fact. And, you know, you never really see them in action, um, particularly in events like this. But uh, we do. We have a wonderful team. And um, it's exciting to see Jordan and Andy kind of take the reins on this and, um, you know, have a new fresh set of eyes and a, a new perspective mm-hmm. to take it to the next level because that's certainly certainly our hope and goal is um, that we we just continue to offer a, a great event to our community and, and regional area. Very cool. And to my understanding, there's a lot of new trails being made out here. Or do you guys know anything about that? Uh, you know, I really don't. It'd be interesting to talk to the BLM. Yeah. Um, Stan Allison is the gentleman that we work with on this event particular, in particular. And, you know, they are at a really exciting time on their side of things because I know that that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not, again, I don't know a lot of detail about yeah. that, but because I'm thinking about it, if you are into mountain biking or interested in these trails, there's a great app to download and it's called MTB, like Mountain Bike Project. So if you Mm -hmm. just um, search in your app area, MTB Project, um, download that because it is awesome. Um, It ties to your GPS, it shows you the trails. And Stan was at, we actually had our communications meeting um, this week and Stan encouraged everyone to, to download it. And he mentioned that they are uploading more and more of their trails on this particular app Perfect. all the time. So again, that's MTB Project if you wanna just um, find that app. I'm not a mountain biker, but I'm like, holy cow, this is yeah. really cool. And it, they, you know, it's not just local trails. So if you're a traveler and you yeah. um, wanna take your mountain bike, that's an amazing um, app to, to get on your phone. Yeah. And the Road Apple Rally Trail is on the app. Yeah. So you can't find the, the actual Road Apple Rally Trail. So Perfect. The reason I asked is I was just wondering if there's any conversation um, maybe in the next year or so to integrate some of that or changing the race course. Or do they want to really kind of keep it original? Is there uh, – or is that just getting feedback from the public? You, you know, I, th- I don't know that we're against it. It'd be interesting to hear from those that participate. This is kind of a tried and true course, and it's marked as such. Mm-hmm. Not to say that we can't deviate from that at all, um, but we are, and I'll let Jordan kind of take over here, we are um, thinking about hopefully next year um, getting a tour, a couple of other race options um, okay. in addition to the Road Apple Rally. Jordan, you want to? Oh, like a little series kind We'll let Jordan so, okay. kind of give Sorry. give it from his perspective. I don't want to put words in anyone's mouth. So, so as far as that idea, uh, that was more of uh, kind of catering to those who want to do things like Road Apple Rally or those who want to get into mountain biking, but, you know, they're a little shy. Maybe they're intimidated by it. We wanted to put together maybe a series of guided tours that utilize the Road Apple Rally Trail, other surrounding local trails, things like that. Take those people out with uh, folks that know the trail uh, can guide them through it, show them that, you know, it's maybe not as intimidating as you think while it's still a challenge because all the trails around here, from what I understand, are a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but just showing those people that you can do it and uh, it is fun to get out there on these trails. As far as changing the course, there's 
there, I, I've heard a few opinions since I've since I've been around, and again, that would just come down to you know talking to people that that ride the race. Uh, I've heard a lot of people really like the course the way it is, um, but I've also heard of a few people who have asked if it's ever going to change. So it, it would really just come down to you know what the riders want, mm-hmm. um, and if they if they prefer to have a little deviation here and there, that's definitely something we would uh, we'd be willing to try. So um, perfect. And this year, because uh, I know in years past you guys have kind of done it clockwise, counterclockwise. What are we looking at for 2019? Uh, we're going, quote, the original. So the way the course okay. is marked, it's um, clockwise. Okay. <laughs> you kind of go up the west side. You come up yeah, the west yeah, side. Yeah, you go up down west. The east side. Yep, down the east side. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. And what are we looking at day of the race? What kind of options are there for racers? There's a 30 mile, and then is there other options also? Yeah, so um, we've got what we refer to as the long course and short course. Um, short course starts at 8.30. Um, and it, a lot of people question why the short course would start earlier. And if you're familiar with kind of how those courses intertwine, the short course goes up the backside um, of the long course, does a loop around rigor mortis, and then it comes back. Um, so everybody finishes the same direction. So we want our, our short course people to be around the turn, if you will, okay. um, coming back so we don't have any casualties, um, head-on head on traffic challenges. Um, so short course does start at 8.30, long course um, 8.45, and we've got Cat 3 through Pro and single speed um, f- for the 15-mile and 30-mile track. So you've got some different options um, okay. but on those two courses. Okay. Um, cat, uh, day of the race. Cat one and single speed and pro. I'm assuming have to do short cor- or long course. Yeah. I mean, anything. Anything professional goes through the long course side. Okay. Very cool. And what are? Do you guys give cash prizes for pros or? We do. We have. I'm trying to remember. I don't want to be misquoted. So, but yeah, there is a, cash prize cash for, um, for professional. Um, winners um and then kind of so jordan i'll let you kind of take it from here friday night is the dirt crit and that's kind of something we started a couple years ago and we've always had a couple of people participate i think this might be year three again i might be off a year or two um but we really just encourage people pack up pickup we changed over to actually be out at lions wilderness um with a pasta dinner friday evening um, and then our volunteer meeting, I'll just throw a plug in for volunteers. We still do need a couple people on the course. So if you're Perfect. interested in volunteering for us, um, it's a great morning. You get up, beautiful sunrise, beautiful, beautiful landscape to take a look at. Um, you can give, give, reach out to the recreation center. Jordan, you can give your number if you want to. Um, but Friday night, we'll have that volunteer meeting, um, dirt crit, meal, Entertainment and then Saturday morning we'll have we'll have a full day of okay. uh, breakfast. What time did you say the dirt crit started, or did you say? Um, Friday evening. It's a Friday evening. Yeah, I, that information should specifically be on the website. I, again, no, I don't yeah, want to sure get, get a bad get a bad time in anybody's head, but yeah, that'll be Friday evening, and that's the night before, obviously. Um, okay. The the Road Apple Rally course, and I know Jordan's got info on who our entertainment is and all the. Exciting details about the yeah, those yeah. events. Sure, yeah. Um, so for entertainment uh, this year, we've got um, actually we've got the exact same uh, artists as, as last year. So I know Friday evening we've got the Zia Chicks um, bringing some of their music, um, and then on Saturday 
you know what? I'm actually blanking on that fellow's name, and I don't want to. Jose. Yes, yes, it's Jose Villarreal. Yes, it is. Okay. Thank you. He's <laughs> like, him. I think. <laughs> I couldn't remember that so, one. <laughs> right? Yeah, and so, um, you know, also on on Friday through throughout the event, you know, before uh, before the races actually start and through the uh, the finish line of these riders, we'll also have some. Uh, vendors out at Lions Wilderness Amphitheater. Uh, we'll have some of our sponsors there. So, and actually, I'll just go ahead and shout out uh, the, all the sponsors we got yep. uh, this year, and they've all been great. So, our presenting sponsor this year is Anytime Fitness of Aztec Bloomfield and Farmington. Uh, so, they're our uh, big head honcho sponsor, and they've been great. They've been working with us. They've been promoting for us. So, they've been really awesome. Uh, this year, we've also got Five Hundred Five Cycles as a sponsor. Uh, we've got Malloy Honda and Pesco. Very cool. So. Good list of sponsors. Yeah, good to see them helping out in the community. Definitely, it's good. Yeah. Good thing to do. Uh, what do you guys see? Is there anything you guys want to see change in the future? What are future plans for Odapa Rally? Do you guys just have a pre like post race meeting and you guys just kind of figure it out from there? Yeah, uh, we always do an after action meeting, which is good just to kind of take notes. You know, Mm -hmm. there's always an unexpected each year that you don't expect the year before or haven't ever had to see. Um, so we kind of wrap everything up and. Um, put it to bed for a few days, if you will, and then uh, reopen and and start chatting about the next season. And we're always, again, interested, Jordan alluded to it, we're always interested to hear from participants and, um, you know, those that that partake of the, in the event, because we, we, we're here to to serve and make it a great event for those Mm -hmm. that, that want to participate. So, um, Again, we're always looking for um, input and insight from those that write it. Um, and again, we, we certainly want to grow grow the event, um, grow ridership and um, activities surrounding the event in the course of the upcoming years. Yeah, and I mean, we're open to hearing hearing out anybody in the community. You know, if you have an idea for something or, or you know, you're just sitting there thinking, well, it would be cool if, you know, we did this for Road Apple Rally. Uh, we're always open to new ideas. We love hearing from the public. I mean, that's the way that we make these events bigger and better is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you tell us, you know, what you'd like to see and we can try to implement that. So, um, and on that note, actually, I want to give another quick shout out to somebody who's been working with us on some of these things. And he's actually been super involved in this uh, outdoor recreation uh, initiative that the city's going through. And that's uh, Adam Morrissey with Strike Zone. Um, and he's actually been putting on his own outdoor events. Um, cool. So he, uh, he was uh, one of the people heavily involved in the bash at the beach that happened. Um, I think, you know, he's working on some other projects, and uh, so I just wanted to give him a shout-out. He's been great in working with us and helping us out, so. Very cool. That's exciting. Um, what else do I got? You guys got anything? How do, I, I'm gonna, I'll just put your link to the website in the description because I'm sure you guys' contact info is all on the website. If anyone wants to get a hold of you, throw in their input. Um, obviously, volunteer, because we're looking for volunteers. Mm. And then I would just encourage people to get on Facebook. We've got a really cool video that Adam helped us put together. Yeah. Um, so share those, share that event. Um, the Road Apple Rally. The Road Apple Rally. Page. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, is it under the Recreation Center? Farmington Recreation Center? Is it? Yeah. I so you can, remember. you can find those videos on the Recreation Center Facebook. Um, but Road Apple Rally does also have a Facebook page. So, you know, uh, anybody out there that's interested or wants to help out, just, Liking and sharing everything yeah. is a mm-hmm. huge help to us. Yeah. So. Perfect. Uh, off the top of your guys' head, do you guys know who has the course record on this? What is the fastest time around the 30-mile loop? 
That's a really great question. Our website is packed full of that information. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, on the website you can see the uh, the fastest times from yeah. every year. I'm not sure how far does it go. I don't know how far back it goes since we've been using Rocky Mountain chip timing. I think yes. we've got all the times listed, and there's it goes back quite a ways. So. Um, but yeah, I, I that, that would be interesting to yeah. figure out. <laughs> I just think it'd be cool to give a, a yeah. monster prize to whoever can crush that course right Yeah, that's Since the course has been relatively the same over the years, besides the years it goes the other way. But Great example of a good idea from someone that's not <laughs> us. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> How funny. Okay. Uh, I, I just want to ask this just because, like we were talking about before the podcast, this is a bit of a weird growing industry with the e-bikes coming out, mm-hmm. the electric bikes. Can you ride those on this trail, do you guys know? Or is that a BLM question? You know what? For sure, it's for people who haven't. Absolutely. Um, non-motorized. So, yeah, even on like the, the Red Upper Rally courses, quote, non-motorized single track, um, the BLM just within the last couple of weeks, I think, or, or in a very recent amount yeah. of time, um, Stan mentioned in our meeting yesterday that those are now allowed on these courses. So, wow. yeah, that's that's, cool. that's right. a growing growing industry it and is. a really great, really great business opportunity yeah. for somebody to yeah. to get a hook in that um, because, yeah, they can, go, mm-hmm. they can go out on all these courses. And I don't really, see, for me, I don't, I don't really have an opinion on it yet because while I've never really rode an e-bike and I don't know much about it, uh, I do come from a bit of a motorcycle background, so but I know a lot of really mountain bike enthusiasts are sort of against e-bikes being on non-motorized trails. So there's that, but what I don't understand is like the industry itself. You, you look at the bike companies, the big brands, the Trex, the Specialized, and then even the components, the SRAMs, the Shimano's, and all these big, they're, they're fueling the fire because they're seeing the demand, you know? So it's, you got these two, yeah, these he, two sides going like, we're old school mountain bikers and we need to protect our non-motorized trails and not put anything with the motor on it. But then you got this industry going, there's money to be made here, so we're going for it. Yeah, and it just I think that's where the problem, and then it creates this kind of tension, you know, where you don't really know are e-bikes cool or not, or should they be on trails? And then then you got these, you know, and then it's just like. Well, it's getting people off the couch. I was going to cool. say, you know, that's that's me, again, coming from the non-mountain bike uh-huh. perspective, um, but definitely heavy recreation perspective is, you know, I know I have some some friends that are that are getting older in years and they've grown up on these courses and, you know, our bodies aren't made to be around <laughs> forever. And, and if, it, if, if e-bikes are the tool that, that yep. gets those people out um, into a more active lifestyle longer. Mm-hmm. Um, in my mind, that's a really great point to make. I realize, you know, and I don't know that they would ever go out with the intent of, you know, not like tearing courses up mm-hmm. or anything like that. Yeah. I, in my mind, it's from the perspective of, hey, we're keeping people active a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be out in our in our, our great outdoors to appreciate those things, um, you yeah. can't, in my mind, you can't go wrong there. Yeah, that I feel that, that that's a little bit how I feel. It's, 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 it, isn't there like a horsepower cap on it too, or certain you, like a, you have to have a e-bike that can't go over? Yeah, and I don't, I don't remember what that some, some, that number is. Um, but we'd be happy to yeah. look up or you know get with Stan and get that and get it on the Road Up Rally website because I'm sure that's not out there. But yeah. um, we could certainly circle around and get that information. So we've got it because I I I can't imagine. Like you said, somebody going out there and just going as fast as they can on an electric bike and knocking people off the trail or making crazy skid marks or something, you know, it's, 
Um, I feel like most people, if you're just respectful, um, want, you know, respect hikers, hikers respect mountain bikers, horseback riders, but and then just understand like that we're all just out there. Yeah, we all have to play outside. nice in the yeah. same yeah. sandbox. So. <laughs> well, that's what it comes down to. It's just you know, if you're respectful of people around you, like, if you ask mm-hmm. me, what doesn't matter what you're riding. I mean, if you're on an e-bike or a mountain bike, just be cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I just want to ask that because I, yeah, it is that time where. Uh, but that's cool. It's interesting you, that they just talked about that e-bikes being able to ride on these courses. And yeah. This is actually a really good course for that because it's, for the most part, it's kind of mellow. You know, it's, it's real. You can really cruise this course. Yeah. It's not super, you don't have these climbs that are just straight up mountains. So you're not, there's no sections where you're just descending super fast, I guess. I mean, there's a few here and there, but for the most Let's part, say, there's, a, a there's the whoops, but that's yeah, that's big to a non-mountain biker. I'm like, uh, I think I could be going pretty fast on that if I decided <laughs> to get on a bike and go down that. But from a from a uh, professional mountain biker standpoint, it is it is a pretty pretty easy going pretty course. Mellow, yeah, yeah. You when you go up to some of the stuff in Durango, or even if you ride a bike park, the ones sure. where you get assisted up with the chair lifts and stuff, how the Angel Fire and Purgatory tell you ride stuff like that. Uh, you're really coming down those mountains and sometimes. Uh, close to 40 miles an hour, 35. I mean, the, the professional guys, you know. Yeah. So this is why I don't mountain bike. <laughs> yeah. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> uh, I'll help you mountain bike, but not my cup of tea. <laughs> cool. Um, and Jordan, you getting on a bike going out there in China? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> I am I am the most frail 28-year-old on earth. <laughs> Maybe an e-bike? I, I would do it on an e-bike. I, I gotta say, I, I guess that puts me in the e-bike camp. <laughs> Perfect, man. I love it. Cool. Well, that's good, man. If you guys don't have anything else, I appreciate you you both sitting down with me and um, sure. just trying to get the word out. And we got about a couple weeks left huh, till till race day. Yeah. So, yep. Anybody still wanting to help volunteer? Uh, I'll put all the information in the description and show notes, and you guys can go there and um, they can find you guys. Volunteer. Well, this has been awesome. Yeah, thank you. All right, thank you. Yeah, it's cool.